Uh, all right, so Mel Chancy, I think that's how you pronounce his name. There he is right there. He's about to hop on. Um, but, man, he has got an, a very interesting background from some motorcycle gangs to wrestling um, and has found himself helping a lot of people with health and, and, and whatnot. And um, so without further ado, I'm just going to I'm going to put him on blast here. So, Mel, send me that uh, send me that link. Enhance. What's up, brother? Brother, what's going on up there, man? You guys are enjoying nice weather down there. Well, you ain't too far off. What are you guys? You guys got to be in the sixties today, yourself, huh? Uh, it's starting to get down. It's starting to get down. It, it's got. It's about to drop into like the thirties. Oh yeah. Well, Which this is, is like a, this is like a, a winter day for us out here in Southwest Florida. It's like seventy for the high, and when it goes down, you know, in Florida, and it gets into the sixties and fifties. I came from Chicago five years ago. People freak. People are freaking out, man. <laughs> People freak out, bro. Yeah, they sure do out here. You know, it's funny coming from up north, you know. So I was looking at, I was like digging into when, when, when Sydney said we were going to hop on and do this, I was digging into some of your background and I was like, holy shit, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, you have lived a hell of a life thus far. Man, bro, bro, it's it, it's been a crazy ride. So, um, you know, I'm sure as as you were finding out and seeing yourself, you know, so, you know, at one, one point in time, you know, many years ago, 20 years ago, I was the leader of the Hells Angels, you know, in Chicago for 12 years, you know, and, um, you know, that's and a in, different life. Huh? that's a different life, a different life, bro. And I started out very young, you know, I was 19 when I got into the motorcycle club. It's funny story because. The same guys that showed me how to bodybuild in the gym when I was 16 was the guys from the club. So not only did they show me how to train old school and the body and taught me everything about bodybuilding, they also told me about taught me about the motorcycle world. And hence, I became one of the youngest guys in the club at the time and the youngest president in the history of the club at that time, 23 wow. years when I became the president. So um you know, that was definitely interesting times. Uh, you know, I, I spent uh, four years in, 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 in between a state prison and a federal prison in, in the 90s and came home in 2000. And then, and then you know, I was on the path to turning my life around. And, you know, I was born a, a, a Catholic by two great parents. And, um, you know, so I always had the Lord. I knew the Lord in my life and stuff. So when I came home, I, it was time for me to start living right. But four years after being home, the government recoed me which is the racketeering law and, and for stuff that we participated in in the 90s and stuff so i i got a nine-year sentence on that so you went back i went back yes so Damn. yeah yeah i had to pay for the old you know crimes i i tell everybody it's like uh you know when 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 i got down on my knees in that in that cold eight by ten cell by myself they had me you know i came in as, as the leader of the hell's angels and the, you know the put me in a cell by myself, you know, 23 hours a day, I got off for a phone call and some wrecks. So the day I got down on my knees and said to the Lord, I can't do this no more, you know, drive the car, take the wheel, man. I can't do this. You know, I tell everybody that was like the Lord's time out for me. Like you're a bad kid, go sit in the corner. Yeah. And that, that got my attention and stuff. And that's how, hence I started when I came home in 2009, hence I started, you know, everything. I, my second chance moniker, you know, and which I live by. Did Sydney? I know he's on here. Did he happen to give you a copy of that of my book, Excommunicated Warrior? 
Now he has it at his house and I'm going to go see him. You know, he's three hours from me. He said, he I'll send, book. I'll send you a copy. Cause it'd be real interesting because going from that lifestyle to being incarcerated and then that transition and then transitioning out to trying to live a good life. That's a, that's a big transition, man. And not a lot of people are successful when they, when they, when they do that. Yeah. It, it, I, I, it's hard for me to say if it was rough or not, because I had the Lord in, in, with me once when I gave my life. You had to have had good that, people around you too. Yeah. I had good people around my family, my, my friends. I had the same friends I had since I've been a young kid. And, you know, so when I made the choice to leave the club and, and, and start living my life for me and for the Lord and, and to help people and to share my journey with everything. And I started the second chance, you know, as I call it, the moniker in the gym and, you know, hooking up with Sydney and, and everything. And, and of course, our veterans, you know, I've been a, a huge supporter of the military. If you go back for the last 25 years, I remember when I was with a nutrition company, when I was bodybuilding and competing. And uh, I, I seen some some guys over there in Afghanistan and they had a makeshift gym and stuff. And I was just amazed, bro, that that these guys were over there fighting for our freedom and the stuff that they were doing, like MacGyver, like in prison, you know, guys <laughs> become MacGyver. Yeah. And they were having yeah. all this stuff. And I I sent I me and my company, Pride Nutrition, sent a bunch of protein to the fellas and everything. And the craziest story, when I moved out here to Florida five years ago, one of the youngsters, I bought the gym out here, and one of the youngsters hit me up on Instagram, you know, and he said, did you just buy a gym in Port Charlotte? And I said, yeah. And he said, man, I'm part of the crew. You sent all this stuff to him. He brought me the Marine flag home that was flown at third base, bro. I'm, if I'm saying it right, third base, signed by the troops from there, man. And I hung it in my gym. I have it to this day. It was the most heartfelt thing ever, you know? So, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's 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 been a crazy journey for me, and um, you know I'm just blessed that I can uh, help people out. I love, you know, when I was younger and I got into the bodybuilding, bro. You know, when I was 16, you know, I was completely natural, and when I turned 19, I was already growing. And the older cats were like, "Man, Mel, you can train, yeah, and your body's is taken to it." They said, "But if you want to step it up, you know, you're gonna." have to use a little testosterone and stuff. And, you know, I, I didn't know about it. And I was always the type of guy that if what I didn't know about, I, I wanted to learn about. I just didn't want to take the old bro science, you know? Yeah. So I worked with, you know, one of the top doctors in Chicago back then, you know, I'm 50 now, so we're going back a lot of years. <clears throat> and, um, and I learned the hormones and I learned what it was doing in the body. And I was always that guy that wanted to stay on top of everything, which it definitely helped me out later in life. And hence where I'm at now, because, I've helped so many people out where not to say that the doctors, you know, the doctors don't concentrate on hormones, of course, Nick, as you probably know, you know, it's, they just treat, they treat symptoms. They're not, and and we get into this a little bit further. We can get into like the VA and all that kind of stuff, but yeah, it's some, it's some crazy stuff out there, man. It's They're just crazy. not educated on the subject. No. So my past and my journey and the people that I relate to from the motorcycle world to the military people, to the, to, I have friends that are pastors and everything like that. It's been great for me. And I've really been able to educate and help them out and, you know, bring hundreds of patients aboard, you know, with core medical that, you know, we'll get into all that in a little bit. So it's, it, it's been nothing but a blessing. So you started this journey. So you said you got out in 2009. Yeah. So you've been at this for 10 years. Yes. Yes. I've been at this with, with, with the so, hormone. Yes. Yeah. So how did, how did you get out and land in, land in this world? So I had a bunch of companies come, come at me when I, you know, when I was still bodybuilding and stuff, you know, and, uh, you know, when the hormone 
when the hormone replacement center started, you know, 10, 12, 15 year core has been in business, I think 11 years. So when, when it, when it got, you know, um, happening and everything was coming, I had a bunch of companies coming at me and, you know, I talked to a few of them and stuff, but with me being hands-on and, and even, you know, when I came home from prison, I started working for a gentleman by the name of Jim Mannion, who runs and owns the IFVB and the NPC, which is our bodybuilding federation. Yeah. And um, so I'm, hands-on i became the face person to for them and of course for course so i'm at all these shows i still travel 30 weekends a year you know at all these shows and plus i promote my own shows so i'm out there in the field talking to everybody and stuff and um you know i had to make sure that the companies were right and they were really all about the patient and not about the bottom dollar because you know in hormone replacement it's it's inexpensive hence why the pharmaceutical companies don't like hormone replacement because it's not expensive to get a guy in testosterone and anti-estrogen, you know, HCG for the testicles. No, man, just get, we'll give you the Xanax. Yeah. We'll fix that depression, bro. Absolutely, bro. <laughs> and we'll give you the Viagra so you can have the sex drugs yeah. and stuff because yeah. the insurance companies pay for it. You you know, right. I think a lot of people these days are really realizing. There's, I, think that, I think they're starting to figure out because they're not getting supported where they need to be, but that it's like, it's so easy to be like, here's your Xanax and your Viagra, bro. You're fine. Yes. And we'll get into that because I know you know better than anybody. I have some dear friends that me and you know about that were overseas fighting just yeah. like you were. And they came home as, as a train wreck, of course. And we'll get into that. So, yeah. you know, so with me being the face person, I always knew that I had to see these people when I travel. And my word, you know, I was with I was with one nutrition company for my whole career because I wasn't chasing after the money. I had to make sure everything was right. So to me, my name was always my my major concern i had to make sure it was reputable i'm seeing the people the companies ain't seeing them sitting in the background the doctors ain't seeing them so if they're aggravated and they're seeing me at a show and they're like hey mel thank you for getting our hormones straight and thank you for being bringing us the core medical but you know your your doctors suck and you guys don't pay attention to me you know which is not, never happens we are legit and i i can't say enough great things about core yeah. in almost you know two and a half years i've been with them so to me that was so important that because I deal hands-on with the hundreds of patients that I brought aboard here to this to the company, you know. Right. So, so that, how long you how long you been with them? Since, uh, since? Just a little over two years now. Two years, two years now. three or four months. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's 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 been great, you know. From you met Sydney, of course, from Sydney to the doctors and stuff to our patient coordinators, and 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 that's what really makes me proud about the company because when I hand off a patient, you know, when a patient comes to me through our social media, you and me have big followings and stuff and they come to me and they hit me up on the Instagram. I give them my number brother because it's too much to just tell, to just text them, you know? So I give them my number and I, I chat with them on the phone and I, I, we end up becoming friends then, you know, and, and they have a patient coordinator that's doing all their, their, you know, their reordering firm. They call them up if they need anything yeah. new. I want another blood test. But then they have me themselves hands on that they can call and talk to first, you know, so I feel, you know, I feel really blessed that I'm able to do that and, and, and quarterback everything there, too. My first experience with with Core Medical Group was was awesome. Mm -hmm. It was like it was like turnkey. Here's the here's the process. Boom, boom, boom. And then I could literally call um, Sydney or Nick or you and just be like, hey, this is the issue I'm having. This is what I feel like. This is how I'm recovering. This is how I'm sleeping. And you guys are so wired into the science that yeah. you're like, well, yeah, dude, because you're the level is this, or you're this is this, and we're watching your labs. And it's just, 
it's so much more in depth and so much more just, I can say everybody a part of that team is just really wired into the science and like they can, if they hear a patient say, this is what I'm feeling. And and that's what you, you get asked, right? You guys ask that a lot. How are you feeling? Yes. Like not what you're doing. How are you feeling? Yes. You know? And, and then once we pull the blood and you do that big blood panel and you're seeing every hormone and how every hormone's clicking, there's your answer. Like I briefed yeah. on, on my social media to the guys, the blood tells the story, not only right. in the hormones and everything, your cholesterol levels, your kidneys, your liver, everything. The blood does not lie. It's going to tell you how the body's clicking, brother. You know what I mean? So I tell everybody, if you go get a, a blood test from us, a 22 panel pull, you're seeing your cholesterols, liver, kidney, glucose. Right. Everything from the doctor yeah. side and then the whole hormone panel. So you're seeing everything that's right there. If you come back perfectly and you are the poster child for the perfect health, you just got off very cheap to find that out. Two ninety nine to go find yeah. out that you're healthy. Yeah. It's well you're worth good. it. Yeah. It's well worth it. So I, you know, and I was doing that in the bodybuilding industry because you know, between the wrestling and bodybuilders, you know, and you see my old pictures, I was three hundred pounds. I mean it's it, you know, yeah, so now I'm now I'm two and a quarter, and I feel like I could run to Afghanistan these days. You know, I'm, I feel much better. <clears throat> but um, I used to harp to them guys like, guys, we gotta, we you gotta keep these hormones in level. You gotta make sure everything's running right because once you you know you're taking testosterone, if you're not keeping the estrogen levels at bay, that's when you're going to start feeling terrible, and the testosterone is not going to be working as it should. So on that vein, let's let's get into this. I think there's two different types that I see, right? You've got the normal man, right? That just ages. And then you've got someone in a, in a veteran or first responder world that lives in a very high adrenaline world that probably has some traumatic brain injury and some has some injuries. So, yeah. so that person is dealing with aging and natural testosterone, you know, reduction and yes. trauma. Which cause which trauma alone causes you know causes your your testosterone to go down. Can you before we get to the the first responder and veteran? Can you talk about just the natural what happens to a human like a male body? Like what happens to all of us as we age? So it's funny because hormone replacement back in the day, you they didn't even want to talk to a guy that was under forty, and there really was no need to back in like my youngster days and everything like that. But since the food has changed so much and they're getting so pumped with the hormones, of course, estrogen, hence why we see 10, 11, 12, 13 year old girls, you know, um, looking like built like my wife these days. And we all make the comment like, hey, they didn't look like that when we were back in school. The bottom line is the hormones in the food. So all that estrogen in the food is taking the 23 year old kid now whose testosterone and estrogen level should be picture perfect. And they're coming in, you know. At a hundred points on their on in, in in the ranges, you know, two ninety to nine fifty, and these guys are coming in at a hundred estradiol at a hundred and seventy five when the range the top end of the range is forty four. So not only do, are we dealing with the food that's out there, unless you're yeah. eating organic, then we throw aging in it. You know, after you get to forty, it's the common factor, unless you're you got a great you know uh, um, genetically good system it stays the same and don't get me wrong i've seen guys in their middle 60s that have testosterone levels of me and i'm on replacement i saw so, a 65 year old with a 1500 naturally naturally he's just so, 
Yeah. <laughs> it, it's the luck of the draw, you know, bro. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's the luck of the draw. Now you throw in that in and stuff. Now take the first responders, you know, take take the, the veterans, the troops and everything like that with that dump of cortisol and and everything in the stress hormones. You know, they're coming. They're coming home with shot adrenal glands, cortisol through the roof, testosterone, you know, bunk low, estradiol high. And then, of course, you know, they go to the VA and, and they say, hey, we need some help. And, you know, that's where you like you were just saying the VA not taking nothing away from them. But the, so, the talk, not talk about the symptoms. So estradiol is high. Cortisol is spiking. Testosterone is falling because of all these different things. What would somebody in your opinion, what would somebody be starting to feel when when that is happening? So, like, I see the main symptoms are, you know, like a brain fog. Um, you know, that lethargic feeling, even though you slept good, you really had some good sleep, you're waking up, you never really seem to click. Low libido, of course, that's that's the huge one. Um, for men, you know, a lot of uh, fat accumulation around the stomach. And, and, and then I'm talking about guys that say, hey, I go to the gym, I do cardio, I'm eating clean, you know, one and one ain't equal in two, you know. Right. So, you know, uh, I see a lot of people with different, you know, different symptoms. And, you know, I have a guy that says, oh, I... I still am with my wife every day. My libido's good. And I said, okay, well, you know, you could be lucky there, but let's test you. And he comes back and the testosterone level super low, estradiol's high. Yeah. And then when all of a sudden, when they get straightened out, they're like, geez, uh, I feel like I'm on a weight loss pill. I'm, 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 I'm shredding up and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, anytime, you know, we're, as men, we're testosterone driven, women estrogen driven. So anytime that testosterone's low and estrogen's up, we're going to get the female effects, you know, of the right. gynecomastia. The, uh, the extra weight that gets carried around and stuff like that. So the symptoms do vary. I tell people, I say, just don't gauge it on because you're, you know, sexually active with the wife all the time. That's great. I see guys doing that, but their, their symptoms are low. But you'll somebody will know when they when they're coming to us and saying, I heard your stories and I just don't feel right. They know they're by they, they can feel it nine out of ten times. They're definitely off. So with me, the first time. So I came off. Well, one, I was never on. And then when I got out, I didn't, I had all these issues. I didn't know that could have been a testosterone problem. Um, and then I, I came off again so that me and my wife could have a baby. We weren't going to go the IVF process, which I knew stepping into it, which I wish that I was with you guys coming off because we could have managed some symptoms a little bit better. For instead sure. Of yeah. Kind of going cold turkey. Yeah. Um, and, and I took, you know, I took, I took Clomid and a couple things, but it was that, that eight month stint of us trying to have a baby and me coming off. Cause I had to have the surgery cause I had a vasectomy. So they had to, I had to come off. It was supposed to be four months, ended up being eight months because they had to schedule the surgery and it took so long to schedule it. Right. I was miserable. Oh, so, yeah. so before yeah. it was everything you just said on unexplained weight gain when I was crushing at the gym, I have my diet dialed in, but like, I just started to get like a buildup of fat around my waist. And I was yep. like, and, and here I am just getting out of special operations going, what is going on? Like what is happening? And then the brain fog, just being like out of it, just yeah. not driven, had no yeah. drive, no drive to accomplish things. No, no, nothing. that was not my normal self. My normal self is like, wake up, and then fucking crush the day, right? Like that's, right. that's right. who I am and I'm going to attack it and I'm going to do everything I can in that period of time to, to move the needle forward and to accomplish something. But back then it was just like, I, I just dragging through life 
And then I was depressed. And then while everything sexually worked, I didn't care. You didn't care, right? Yeah. There was no desire there. And you're, you know, I tell these guys, you're still so young for that to to not to have that. that, that. I'm in my, I'm, I was 31 or 32. Right. And and, and I, I, I get so many, the variety of patients, like, you know, I, I'm not getting the the guys that are stepping on the bodybuilding stage. They're they're doing all their own hormones on their own, right? They need to take exenuous amounts of hormones to be like I was 300 pounds. We have, yeah. you know, we abused it back in the day. I'm getting the average guy that's sitting behind the desk and everything like that. So when you know he's the banker, the lawyer, and everything like that, the middle aged guy who doesn't know testosterone from a bowl of oatmeal. And now when they become, you know, they become a patient, they get their blood drawn, the doctor see what's wrong, prescribe the medicines they need. Brother, they're calling me up, you know, three, four weeks later, and they're like, Mel, I'm working another five, six hours longer from my day. My business is thriving. And, you know, a couple people, right, that I'm, you know, I've had this happen a couple times where they said, can we FaceTime you, man? I want to just, I want to put my face with you. I said, sure, man, you know, come on, FaceTime me. They FaceTime me. The guy will thank me and stuff. And he says, my wife wants to say hello to you. I said, sure, man. The wife gets on. Says, Hi, Mel. How are you doing? Good. She goes, hey, we got a nickname for you around the house, you know? And I said, oh, God, this ought to be good. She goes, we call you the dick doctor. And I started <laughs> <laughs> And I said, well, she goes, thank you for giving me my husband back. And I said, listen, your husband was yeah. always there. I said, it's just, it wasn't you. It was the hormones, you know? And hence, I used to tell, you know, the girls back in the day, when I'm coming off the hormones and I'm going back down to not taking anything to give my body a rest, my testosterone level is going to shoot right back down to where it was. And I'm, it ain't you. Don't come at me like, oh, you're not sexually attracted to me. It's, it's, it's where it's at. And I have a lot of patients that say, how long do we run HRT? And I say, how long are you going to run a blood pressure med? How long are you going to run a cholesterol med? You're on this until you don't want to feel good anymore. Because when you stop, what comes up? It's going to drop right back down to the level. So I tell a guy, you know, if you're at 100 and we get you up to the to the eight, nine hundred area where, where it's the top of the level at. Once you stop and we see these guys, they kind of get lazy. And it's not yeah. the money. It's very inexpensive. As you see, they get lazy with it. And all of a sudden now the everything went back down. The estrogen. Well, they're, went feel, back they're feeling good. They're like, well, I'm feeling good. Yes. So I think I'm I think I'm good. Yes. Exactly. It, it, it's a routine. It's the routine, man. It's the routine. And it's what you're doing from the hormone replacement that's keeping you like that. You know, like me, I got to take If I stop taking that, my LDL is going sky high again, you know, so. So I, I get that question a lot from people saying, well, how long are you going to do this? And that's because people are so wrapped up around the axle with like cycles. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, that's no bueno, man. Like, that's not that's not what we're doing here. It's not what we're trying to teach or educate people on on what to do. That's this is a this is a replacement for something that should be there, but because of trauma or age or whatever it may be, it's not anymore. Yeah. And and and, and we're fortunate to, in my opinion, we're fortunate enough to live in a time where you don't life doesn't have to suck and you don't have to be unhealthy. Right. You couldn't. Back in my day, everything was underground. You couldn't. There was no companies that were going to give you testosterone if you were low. You wouldn't. You didn't even have a doctor that was really did it. If you did, he was just, you know, he was off the off the beaten path and stuff like that. <clears throat> but all the testosterone and everything back in them days in the 80s and 90s were all real. You know, I see these kids and they're taking stuff from China and every every other godforsaken place. And they're coming with us and they're like, yeah, <clears throat> just not feeling it. I'm 
taking a couple cc's a test a week. And I said, well, if you ain't feeling a couple cc's a test a week, there's something wrong. <laughs> then they come by us and we test their blood. And I tell them your, your blood level's at 200. So I don't know what you're sticking in your body, but it's not good, you know? Yeah. Right. So, we are, so, so back on the way I was feeling as soon as, as soon as I came, well, first off, I went to the VA. I didn't know about testosterone and HRT and me like that. I went to the VA. You were they, still young. How long have you been home, Nick? Uh, I came home like 31, 32. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. You're still young. So, yeah. So I was, I, I felt like I was relatively young. Now in my field, I was one of, I was probably one of the older guys and like had been doing it 12 years. And so I was a little yeah. worn out. Um, but relatively to, to a man, 31, 32 years old, that's still should be like in your prime. Oh, for sure. Know, close to it. And, um, anyway, so I went to the VA and they're like, I told them everything that's happened. I mean, I mean, VA starter pack, like everything, everything in the world that you could think of minus actually any health or natural supplements. Right. You know, and, um, and then I talked to a buddy and I, and this is actually in the book as well. He goes, Hey man, I, I hear he's a civilian and he goes, I hear, I hear all this. And I, I think you need to have your testosterone checked. And I was like, okay. So I did. And it was like a one ninety. As soon as I got on HRT, my whole, like you said, my whole life changed. I started to turn back into who I was. Yeah. And uh, the weight came off. I leaned out. Um, what's crazy thing is my business started thriving. Yeah. My brain started working better. And I didn't know what direction to take my business. I was just, I was just starting. I had just right. gotten, I finished contracting. I just started. And I just just starting, but I was kind of lost. I didn't know where to go, what to do, and, and and some of that is just starting in general. But it, there was a clear, concise change when I got healthy mentally and physically, and it, everything that it was. I remember that first six months of 2014, and then the second half of 2014, it was just like it went straight up. Yeah, things started things started happening. My dear friend that we we're talking about, when he came home <clears throat> and he was having all kinds of symptoms and went to the VA and everything, and they put him on the, the opiates and the meds and stuff like that, it was his girl that came to me. And she's like, he, he doesn't even look at his daughter the same. He just is an empty man sitting there, you know, pilled up and the VA is just keeping him comfortable. And, you know, they're telling him it's PTSD and everything like that. And I was like, well, I don't know much about that. I said about the PTSD, obviously, I wasn't over there. You know, I said... So I don't know much about it. I said, but you got any of his blood work, you know? And she said, yeah. And we looked at it. And of course, there was no hormones in there. And I said, let, let me send him for some blood work. You know, we, I took care of it, paid right out of my pocket, sent him for the blood work and everything like that. And boy, brother, his, his hormone levels were disastrous. He was in adrenal fatigue because <clears throat> so long that you guys are over there and seeing death and fighting and, and everything you guys experience over there, you know, which is why I'm such a fan of our our troops because they put their life on the line like that, that you're pushing that adrenal button constantly. So it's going to wear out, you know, so the right. was all side of testosterone. So <clears throat> as soon as I said, Ryan, trust me, brother, let's get you weaned off some of this stuff, you know, and get you your hormones clicking. Right. And this is about four years ago now. And he is like you singing from the top of the mountains. He's never touched an opiate again. His hormone levels are picture perfect. He just became a cop. He is on point with everything. And he's one of our biggest cheerleaders for hormone replacement with all the veterans that he has served with, you know. 
it's crazy you said that because that's exactly what they try to give me. Because, um, you know, you, you're not taking testosterone, so your joints and everything are starting to hurt. Your body's aching. And it's just like you feel like you're falling apart. They were just trying to give me, like, tramadol after tramadol. They were like – and then I, and then once I figured out TRT, I went to ask them, you know, hey, can I do this? And they're like, well, that's not safe. I'm like, well, you're cramming Zoloft and opioid and, like, and tramadol. And I have a, something to go to sleep. I have something to wake me up. I have Adderall. I mean, it was just nuts. It, it, and, it, breaks, it breaks my heart because, you know, I think like this. This is how we repay our troops, our veterans that come home that did a lot of things that people didn't want to do. Obviously, I was too young when I got into the motorcycle club and everything, and I, you know, never enlisted in my prisons. I went down a different road. But, you know, I was like, who fights for our freedom? They come home, and then they're putting them in this room, and they're turning these guys into zombies. I went and talked in a room one time with 40 40 veterans. So it was, you know, it was just, it was a close-knit thing. And I got to hear their stories. I told them, before I start talking, guys, I want you guys to talk to me. I'm going to tell you my story in a little bit. My story's not that great. I took a wrong path. I came from a good family. I, I, I wanted to go run wild for a few years, and, I, and I, I did. I said, I want to hear your guys' story. And when I got into their stories and, you know, how they were before they went away, you know, before they were serving and then came home, wow, it blew my mind, Nick, because it just it changed their being. You know, yes. like I came home from prison and found the Lord and changed for the better. They came home for serving our country and changed for the worst. They lost themselves, you know, yeah. and uh, we got we got them on, you know, got their hormones clicking because I've never seen you. Know, most guys, you're, they come home, you know, they're in their middle 30s or even 40s or something like that. And they come home and their hormones are just just destructed because of all that. So I, I will I will speak to the PTSD thing, um, because what what I've done professionally in the last several years tra- traumatic brain injury can mirror symptoms of, of post-traumatic stress and um, so a lot of guys don't realize the differences between all kind of all three so you kind of have a tiered of approach right like a TBI your testosterone your uh, I always can't pronounce it pituitary gland the thing that creates pituitary pituitary that creates testosterone. I mean, that for me, that's what got damaged. Yes. Like I got thrown from a vehicle. I got, I got knocked up. I got knocked around a little bit. Um, and then over a period of time of, of 12 years, I, I, a lot of knocks to the head. Um, but that's what caused that damage. And then when you, when you don't have testosterone, you have all these weird little things that happen that people go, Oh, he's got post-traumatic stress. Well, Maybe not necessarily. Maybe he's just depressed because his testosterone is is an eighty, or like my friend, it was a ninety when he got out at thirty years old. You know, so it's so people listening and watching this, I, I really think like, what's it hurt to get get tested, right? Exactly what we were saying. I said <clears throat> for the cheap price it is, if you were to go pay out of pocket, because no insurance company is going to pay for all this hormones because they consider it cosmetic. They don't care what your estradiol is. They, you know, like we said, <clears throat> big pharma is in effect. So the, if you were to pay for this 22-panel pulp, it's 1300 bucks cash out of your pocket. But with us and so many patients, we use LabCorp. We get it yeah. for, for $299. We do the veterans $199. We do all the specials. I tell them, if you come back picture perfect, you just got That's great. You spent a little bit of money to find out what you're doing. But nine out of ten times, most people that are feeling these symptoms, they know the body. The body tells the story to yourself too, you know. So it's it's, it's very inexpensive, and it's inexpensive 
for hormone replacement for men and women for, you know, for, you know, hormone replacement usually consists of testosterone, injectable bioidentical testosterone and any estrogen pill, which is called an astrazole. And then you have two hormones in the testicles for men. It's called FSH and LH. So that's the three things that the, the, the pyramid there that runs the male body. So and is, is testosterone's 100, well, you're going to see the estradiol really, really spike because the, all them hormones hold hands. So that's off. The, the, the testicles are off. So now you get a guy on injectable testosterone. The women, you know, they can do the bioidentical cream, some trochies, because, you know, women don't want to take a shot, you know. And um, I know. And I, so Miss Capper over here, she's on a shot a day of progesterone because of the IVF. Uh-huh. Is, we're, we're about done with daily shots. With the shots. Yeah, I mean, yeah. listen, I, of course, I, you know, we laugh. And as bodybuilders and, and, and professional wrestlers, we say we're pin cushions because we're injecting every day. Yeah. 300 yeah. pounds where, you know, we're making money with the show must go on. And nowadays, I, 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 I just like the motorcycle world and everything I did in the past, I, I go down the other road. I hate the injections. But what's good with, with, with core, and we use a bioidentical testosterone, I don't have to take two shots a week, right? You know, because it peaks and it comes down. You never want the, you never really want once you get the test, testosterone level to a level. You don't want this. You don't want the roller coaster. You want the steadiness. But with the bioidentical, you can go for seven days. You can do a shot once a week instead of, you know, if you're not using bioidentical, you, you know, some companies make you do it Monday and Friday. So tell, so, 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 like, paint a picture for everybody listening and watching. So I, I'm a, I'm a thirty. Say I'm a 35-year-old male. I come in, my testosterone's a 190. Um, my estrogen's high. My estradiol's high. Um, what, what, what am I looking at for meds? What are you going to – what is core med going to put me on? Okay, so, so you know, injectable testosterone and nastrozole, which is the anti-estrogen pill that you're going to take, that's dosed by where your estradiol's at. Of course, the higher number – the more so, you have to take. So it's not a cookie cutter. It's, it's no, for the individual. It's for the individual. So say, so say like me, for instance, when I'm not on nothing, no replacement, I run about 200 on the testosterone level, which the range is, you know, 290 to like 950. Now I'm about 200. The estradiol that runs from 10 to 44, I'm about 150. So you could see how high my estrogen goes, you know, when I don't take anything, you know. Yeah. And then, of course, at 50 years old, my FSH and LH in the testicles are zero. You know, that's not producing everything. And my pituitary is not damaged. Like you said, yours was when it's damaged, it's not sending the signal. So the average guy comes in. Nobody needs more than one cc of testosterone a week. That's bioidentical. I don't care if you're at zero. <clears throat> that one cc of bioidentical is going to get you five, six, seven hundred range. It's very powerful. During astrozole, the anti-estrogen, that's dose dependent. I take a half a milligram the day after my shot and I don't need no more. That keeps me in the range where I think I come back in like in the 30s out of a 44. I'm good. Then you've got some guys that really convert to estrogen and they're taking a half a milligram two times a week, maybe three times a week. So like you said, it's not cookie cutter. The great thing about this is you're getting your blood results too. So when you're looking at when when the when the when the patient coordinator team calls you up and says, "Okay, Nick, you know, pull out your uh, email. Let's go line for line. Hey, your cholesterols need some work, and we're going to tell you, hey, go to go, you know, call up, you know, go to Amazon. We send a lot of people there. Get some some CoQ10, some red rice yeast. We help them out naturally like that. That's stuff we don't yeah. have. We just make sure we take care of the patient. 
And now when they go over the, the, the hormone levels, you're going to see where all your levels are at. So you're not, it's not a guessing game. You're not listening to somebody say, hey, Nick, you need this, this, and this. You're looking at it on the paper saying, boy, you're right. I need that anti-estrogen. I need that HCG. I need that testosterone. My thyroids are off. You know, guys, our thyroids are workhorses. We can, you can abuse our thyroids and they'll stay strong. Women, so, so, so fragile. They're most very women, sensitive, yeah. Very sensitive. And most women that have a, a, a weight problem <clears throat> and they are doing the right thing, they're working out a little bit, they're eating okay, and they're still having problems, you know, the, the thyroid, we check the thyroid and then whatever thyroid medications they need to be on, <clears throat> it's very simple. <clears throat> and I tell everybody, I tell my patients, roughly, the doctor writes a script for 10 weeks. It's a 10-week, it's, it's, I shouldn't call it a protocol, but it's 10 weeks that, that the script goes. So at about the eighth week, the patient coordinator is going to call the patient up, say, hey, Nick, you know, you're at your eighth week. Of course, since they're scheduled meds, they can't be shipped till the ninth week, so they don't overlap. You, you know, they're going to make sure you got one cc left. You know, because <laughs> there is people trying to get more testosterone than right. Them. So they do it like that. So ten week, ten week protocol. I tell the guys for the average man, you're looking at between three hundred and seventy five dollars and four hundred and twenty dollars, dose dependent on your anastrozole and HCG. So for thirty seven to forty two bucks a week. You're getting three medications delivered to your house that is going to change your life. And, and people look at me and say, change my life. I go, guys, if you're off like that, you are going to be calling me 10 days later. Once that starts spiking up nice and good, you're going to be calling me up going, wow, no. I noticed I noticed in probably four or five days. Yes. Yeah, because you, you, you climb fast. You know that. I just and right I here. was just like I was like I just felt happier. Yeah. for the first time in a long time yeah it's it was, it, it was an emotional it was an emotional thing man yeah of course i mean you got to remember the estrogen estrogen estradiol which is estrogen is so high the testosterone's low where men you start getting that brain fog you get that little bit of depression you're coming home and now they got you on some opiates and they got you next thing you know you're like my friend was and i go over to his house and he's sitting in the recliner watching tv and i'm like did you move for the week you were here Monday. Yeah, you were in the same spot Monday, bro. Like, what's coming on, man? You're young, dude. What's going on? Right. That's when I really started seeing it. And that's when I loved, you know, working with the veterans. And that's like that's like my my project. I mean, we have all kinds of patients, you know, from from I still deal a lot with the WWE guys because, you know, they have to be on a hormone replacement and they can't be over. They can't be too much because they get tested. So yeah. they have to be all in the range. They can use testosterone. Same with the police. Same with the firemen. They can't come in with testosterone levels of three thousand no more. You know, <laughs> they got to be in the range. You know, so. But it's 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 the veterans to me, because I was always so fond of everything with with our troops and everything. That's what that's what you know. Like Sid told you, that's Mel's love right there. You know, I I would tell like my message to every single veteran or first responder that's been doing this job for ten years or longer: get checked. Yes. Get checked because at that decade mark is when you is when we start to see in any sort of first responder or law enforcement or military we, at the decade mark is when you start to see physical degradation of their body and also their health degradation and then their mental health degradation and then they start having they start having divorces and they start not being able to connect with their children they're starting physical problems and then their whole lives start to fall around around that ten that ten year mark. And I'm like, listen, just get checked. Yeah. And they're going to give you pain pills. and They're going to give you all the psycho psycho drugs. And they're going to give you that. That's easy. 
That's the easy part. But man, yeah. if you've got a TBI, you've got post-traumatic stress, get checked because yeah. this might be such a simple, like very fast, cheap solution to a better life. But people yeah. are scared to do it because of all the all the BS that's out there. Yeah. Well, see, <clears throat> a lot of people that don't know, they'll say, <clears throat> oh, I don't want to take any steroids. And we laugh and we say, listen, guys, testosterone is the hormone that runs the male body. That's not the steroid. The steroid's the DECA and the D-ball and everything that's yeah, not yeah. the I've had to fight that, too. They're like, oh, you're on steroids. I'm like, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not a cycle. This is something... And it's, listen, I, I, I wish growing up we had this for me because, you know, we had to go to some doctors that would help us out and stuff. But it's so easy. And I tell everybody, <clears throat> you can live anywhere in the United States, become a patient. You don't need an office by you, the core offices or anything like that. Our core offices in Boca, in New York, in Boston and everything, you know, we do the IV bags in there. They do the PRP facials. They, they got the machine that takes, you know, stops you from sweating. If you live by an office, great. You go and get your blood done there, your physical there. You don't have to go to LabCorp. You can live anywhere because we send you to your local LabCorp. You know, you've got Quest and LabCorp. We like using LabCorp <clears throat> because we get the results in 48 hours. Yeah, they were super fast with me. Fast, right, bro? Yeah. It, it, and when, when you get a when you get a <clears throat> when you get a, a person that finally takes the initiative to say, I'm gonna call up Nick. I'm gonna call up now. I watched this video and you know what? I got these symptoms and I'm gonna call. Once he finally does, because a lot of people procrastinate on this part, because, you know, get their, you know, you see some people that never had a blood checkup in their life. I said, how do you know right. how your body's running? Once you get them like that, you don't want to let them wait seven, eight, nine days. Oh, we're going to get back to you next week on your blood. You, you, you call us up on a Monday. You can go get your blood early enough. You can go get your blood drawn the next day. You fast for 10 hours, whatever night, you know, you're going to go get your yeah. blood done the next day and everything like that. And within 48 hours, you're getting that call back from the patient coordinator. And you say, OK, Nick, pull that email out. <clears throat> Let's go line for line, brother. Here's right. where you're good. Here's where you're bad. <clears throat> Doctor prescribes you the medicine. You got another 24, 48 hours. The medicine's at your house, you know, delivered right from the pharmacy. you got your syringes, your script. You travel anywhere. This is the, the real deal. You know, uh, I tell I tell Sid all the time, if this was back there in my day, I probably would have been Mr. Olympia because I would have had somebody <laughs> monitoring me all the time, you know, instead of <laughs> guessing what blood. OK, I need some antiestrogen. OK, let me guess what the take on the anastrozole. You know, we couldn't go get a hormone blood test like this because it just wasn't available. Yeah, it's, so. it, it is good, man. And, and after, you know, almost almost two decades of fighting this fight at now, I mean, it's it couldn't have been a better time. Could have yeah, been a better time why. to be able to have something like this that is remote that you can make people healthy without them. I mean, I I, we, I don't want to keep banging on the on the psycho drugs, man, but it's just right. it, I mean, it's killing it's killing our people. It's killing our men and women. And uh, it's sad, man. It's sad. And it pisses me off. And this is the reason why I want to work with guys like you and, and core med to, to, you know, put a dent in it. Let's me put too. it down. We, you know? we were really trying to, to make some headway with, with, with a, 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 a friend of mine, this lady. <clears throat> and, um, you know, it was hard for her to get up the chain there because, you know, the VA hospitals and stuff and, and how they're funded. And, you know, everything's so political. It takes over a long there. time. And it yeah. takes a long time. And <clears throat> here we are dealing with some of these patients. And, you know, we're, we, we took 20 of them, you know, a couple of years ago and, and flipped the bill from Core Medical and said, we're going to get you blood tested and, and we're going to get you on the rounds of the medications. It's on the house. We want to you you're going to be the test with us. 
And these guys were feeling great. And we're like, man, I want, I want to share this with everybody. I wish, you know, like Trump or something would come in and say, listen, man, you know, we're going to pay for this testing for the, for everybody because it would just change people's existence. Like you said, how sad is it that somebody went over and fought for our freedom? They lost their friends over there. They gave the ultimate sacrifice for, for this yeah. country, laying their life down. Bro. I could cry talking about it. And then they come home and then we put them with a bunch of drugs, you know, like, Hey, take this, take that. And they're just sitting there and my buddy can't, can't even hug his kid. It, it just, it just tore me up. So he's a zombie. Yeah. He's a zombie. It's a zombie. So when, yeah. when, you know, when you, when, when Sid was telling me about you and I'm all in for everybody that, 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 you know, is um, coming over that wants to be part of this because like you, you got a great audience. You were over there. You lived it. You have a lot of vets that follow you. You have a lot of people. And I'm like, that's where I want to spread the word. I love the average patient. Believe me, I take my time. What everybody has said, told you, you, you come on through me. You got two people. You got the patient coordinator at, at, at your will. And you got me with you, too. You can call me all the time. I give everybody my number. So, you know, it's just it's great to be able to, to spread the knowledge and help some people out for a there, very inexpensive price. You know, in my in my transition, I'll tell you to this day. There were a couple people when I was in the when I was in the crap a crapper right, and uh, just couldn't see through the fog. There were a handful of people that genuinely just gave a shit, and I, I I'll tell you, man, the people those that handful of people that just genuinely gave a shit about me. That changed everything. Yeah, that changed yeah. everything. It's it's amazing how powerful it can be to just care about another human being. It's crazy, bro. And, yeah. and you know, that that's the compliments that I get so much. And I'm blessed for it because even back in the heyday when I was nuts, you know, my I came from a very tight knit family and my mother and father yeah. both passed. You know, my mom just just recently lost my mom, 90 years old Christmas Eve. She went in peace, lived a great life right here with me. They always taught me the manners when I was a kid. So when people were like, God, that's the leader of the Hells Angels. And they seen the look, the Mohawk. I was 300 pounds and stuff. They're like, that's one of the most politest guys now. They say it all the time. And they'll say to sit or somebody, that's, that guy's the most politest guy. And they're like, yeah, Google him once. <laughs> <laughs> then they'll Google me and be like, oh my God, you know? So it, that's what I did. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, right. You're like, and if the world was just, you know, we see what state this world is in, man. But if people just cared and, and, and treated their fellow man and brother and sister like like they treat ourselves man the world be a, a really good place but that's why i'm blessed to be at the platform i'm at now now in my travels i mean i'm in the bodybuilding industry i'm promoting all these shows i'm at the olympias the arnold's everywhere i mean it's great for me because people come up to me and they'll tell me a little bit about core i tell them about core i give them my card hey call me up and that's how i've been able to bring so many patients to the table because you know i I'm, i interact with them people love you know, they, they're listening to us on the video and I know they're feeling us and they're understanding. And I see some of the comments I'm trying to read and talk. But when you're face to face with them and you're giving them the, you know, the, the rundown of it all, it, it goes a long way. They know you care, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We're good, man. What? You got anything else? I think, that's um, I, I think we just covered a lot right there, man. And uh, we're 47 minutes into it. I was like making sure we had enough uh, content, but man, we winged that pretty good. I mean, we covered a lot, you know, the, what to do. And I know everybody can hit you up from your social media yeah. guys right here, hit me up on my, on my, on my social media. And I, you will be getting, you know, my phone number because uh, that's just the way I like to do it. It's hard to tell somebody through the text, Nick, you know, like, Hey, yeah. this is what it does. And it's much easier 
to spend 20 minutes on the phone and break it down to somebody. Because yeah. when I hand them off to the patient coordinator, it's a done deal. They're just signing them up, you know, getting them going, getting their lab corp stuff going, then then taking them over from there to the doctor. I mean, you're, you, get, you guys are doing it right because it's a human being thing. It's a human being problem that you need a human being to be able to connect with. People want to connect with a human being. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I know me and you are going to be doing some cool live stuff here coming up here, yeah. you know, and, 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 and going over the processes again and talking. And I know you got a great YouTube following. I know you're putting it out. So guys on here, you know, if you're seeing it now or seeing it later. Reach out to Nick. Reach out to myself and we will guide you. And, and any questions you have, man, we I promise you we will be the ones to answer them for you and get you going in the right way. You know. Awesome, brother. So. All right. All right, man. Brother, well, much, much love. Nick. Thank you for uh, thank you for taking the time out with this man. This 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 meant a lot. This was awesome. great, brother. It's, a, it's so. an honor, man. It's an honor. I, I'm I'm learning more as I go, so it's it's uh, it's it's awesome. And I'm looking forward to hanging out with you over on the uh, east coast of uh, Florida by Sid's. We'll go invade Sid's house and eat all his food and run around Boca for a while together. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Much love, brother. Thank right. you. Later. Bye, everybody. Well, uh, wow. Um, Google, Google his name, just Google his name. And then, and then, uh, and then let you just dig into that. That dude has lived a hell of a life. And, um, it's awesome to see someone, uh, that has lived that life now do what he do, what he's doing now. And then, like I said, genuinely, genuinely care about people and, uh, and you guys know that have been following me for years. That's that's what I'm all about, right? Um, it, it's as things grow, it's always hard to do it. That's why we scale. That's why, like living in this world of social media, it's amazing that you have this ability to share these kind of messages and show people that you really care, even if through its even through its a phone or through a camera or whatever. Um, but genuinely show people that, like, hey, we care, and you know, we we don't want you to. We want you to be better. We don't want you to be worse. Um, and Z, I appreciate you spreading the, spreading the love, man. I love you, brother. All you guys, if you have, I know that we hit it again, but if you have any questions, please DM me, DML, hit up core medical group. If you have a push, I'm going to hit it again. If you think you have any symptoms of post-traumatic stress, a TBI or any low testosterone, just get checked. It's the cheapest thing you can do. Just get checked. It, it changed my life. And I know it can change other people's lives as well. Vice just popping psycho drugs and, and uh and opiates and all kinds of stuff and then be honest pounding the bottle pound the, if you're pounding the bottle to relax and to, and to and to chill out then that means there's an issue and you should get it checked and uh i did it too when i got out and i was home and starting my business i i was hitting the bottle to to relax and, and to go to sleep right um but that's a trick and i got a podcast on sleep that you don't actually go to sleep. You don't actually go to REM. It just messes your body up even more and, and, and makes it worse. So, all right. Thanks for hanging out with me, guys. Um, hopefully, I can cannibalize this and rewrap it and whatnot and and go and, and repost this as a podcast so you guys can share it with everybody. All right. Love you. You guys know the deal. Never quit. Never surrender. And we always keep moving forward.